calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. All right, we're back. It's hour two of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. This segment, real quick, going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. Got today, guys, today is the last day to get your order in for their delivery up here to central Mississippi tomorrow. You probably need to have it in by about 1, 2 o'clock today at the latest. Check out their website, stoningtonfarm.com. That's stonington with two N's, farm.com. Go to view our cuts, place your order, where you'll, uh, you'll figure out what you want. They got all the prices and everything available there. You'll see a phone number on the website. You'll call Miss Katie Stonington, put the order together. Boom. You'll decide where you want to pick up. Florence, Brandon, Ridgeland. She'll let you know which time to be there. They take cash, credit cards, debit cards, the whole nine yards. Stonington Farm. And if you're new around here, you wonder, what Clay, why are you pushing? Why can't I just go to the grocery store and get steak? Because you can't go to the grocery store and get grass-fed, grass-finished, MRNA-free, antibiotic-free, steroid-free, locally sourced Mississippi beef at the grocery store. That's why we're pushing Stonington Farm. Know what you're putting in your body, my friends. Know what you're putting in your body and get it from Stonington Farm. All right. On the phone, we've got Mr. Walt Kelly up there in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Walt, you are in Fayetteville, right? Yes, sir. Home of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Good morning, Mr. Edwards. Can I get a pig suey? Big Suey, Razorbacks. <laughs> uh, is aren't they playing Ole Miss this weekend? Uh, no, we we uh, we came up short against Ole Miss this year. Did y'all? Uh, Man, I used to really we can't keep relive up with that that twenty fourteen seven overtime thriller over and over. We've had two seven overtime wins against Ole Miss. I know. I've watched. I, I'm a I'm a Mississippi State fan, but. I have look those old Miss seven overtime games are historic. historic. I didn't know you went to state. My mom graduated <laughs> no. from Mississippi State, and my my mom and dad got married at the Chapel of Memories there. I should just let you assume that you're right there, but no, I didn't go to state. I'm just a sidewalk fan, like most Alabama fans. You know, I'm just a sidewalk Mississippi Fair State. Fair enough. Fan. Fair enough. All right, Walt. I, you, you made a TikTok about me last week, man. I got we got to start there. <laughs> We got to start there. I was soft. You were. You were soft. I mean, my daughter sent it to me and said, Daddy, I don't think this guy likes you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was about the, the, the alleged racist Christmas de- uh, Halloween decorations that we that, that we can agree are not racist. Uh, body bags hanging aren't racist. Who can agree? Uh, we can agree to disagree that uh, well, body bags hanging are not racist. 
Why not racist? Hey, look, Walt, let's get into this. Uh, I, I did want to introduce you to people. What, look, if y'all are on TikTok and you keep up with any political stuff, if you've been following the Rankin County Goon Squad stuff and all that, Walt has been probably the loudest voice against all of that stuff <laughs> going on. I think that's safe to say whether you agree with it or not. Uh, it, it does take a set of uh, it does take a set of of ironclad gonads to stand up to the police and 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 say the things you're saying and keeping that out there and you know being a very uh, but frankly being a white guy on uh, a white BLM supporter and this ain't the only thing you've done and I, I'm using BLM as a catch-all here. I know you don't support BLM the organization or whatnot. And we've had this conversation. Um, you support the movement, not the organization, correct? That was pretty well put. Uh, yeah, I support a lot of the organizations since there's many, many. But, you know, the the knee-jerk go-to reaction of, you know, if I'm doing a live on YouTube or, or TikTok is, you know, riots and burning down buildings and BLM's racist and all that. And then they'll talk about Patrice Colors and the million-dollar homes and all that. And, you know, when you've got the world's largest movement in the world, there's, there's going to be some bad actors. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, we'll, we'll leave that there. I just, I just wanted to paint a picture for people who might not be familiar with who you are. Uh, you got Here's what I learned from you when we got to talk and that I found very interesting. Uh, you, were, you, were on, you were boots on ground in Ferguson during the hands up, don't shoot hoax rights. Uh, so let's talk about that a little bit. This is something we hadn't gotten into on the phone. So you, you did tell me you wore boots on ground in Ferguson, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, so how, how- a little bit. My sister, my sister lives up there, and my nephew, uh, her her son, who who was fourteen at the time, uh, he he was there a lot of the time, and he lives with me now here in Fayetteville. All right, so here's my question about that because that to me, I think that was the kind of the linchpin to this whole social justice uh social media boots on ground blm movement that kind of took over america every time there you know there was that and then every time thereafter where uh say a black man got killed by the police and it just you know just became Mm -hmm. a big movement it is what it is uh which i think kind of crescendoed with the george floyd stuff but you know, here was the yeah. thing that was all built. Kind of, I mean, we know Michael Brown died. We that uh, got shot. That's not debatable. I mean, we we know he got right. shot. But the whole premise of all that, with the hands up, don't shoot thing, ended up being built on a lie, according to the Justice Department. You were boots on ground. What was? How do you think that that rumor got so out of control, so out of hand, and what felt undeniable at the time? Well, I I can't confirm that that it is a rumor or a hoax. I can't confirm that it's not, not true. Um, I'm not, I'm not holding down the fires on, on that being the issue. Cause I think it takes our eyes off of what's going on there. And for me, it's just, it's just more of the same of the killing of an unarmed black man uh, 18, basically a kid, and he was made out to be a monster. It's, uh, it's, 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 we hear it about every time, you know, we hear about George Floyd's, uh, addiction issues. We, we hear, you know, thing after thing about what they did. There's a black man killed in, in, in Georgia yesterday. 
and he he tried to fight with the cops um, whenever he was going to be arrested for a speeding ticket. Now, he had done 16 years for a crime he didn't commit, but that's another story. But the the hands up, don't shoot is, is, is something that just took off. Uh, I'm thinking more of it, uh, you know, you've got Stephen Perkins right now in Decatur, Alabama, three weeks ago. You know, he was at his own home, at his own home, and he had his hands up. And he was ambushed by the Decatur, Alabama police. Um, with a with somebody trying to repossess his car, which he was up to date on his payments. Not that being behind on your car payments is a reason to shoot and kill somebody, but they were trying to take his car, and he's like, "Put down my truck!" And then it's right, so get I, down on the before they could finish ground. Eighteen shots were fired. Yeah, now I'm not he familiar. Was shot seven times. Well, I'm, I'm going to write that because I'm not familiar with that. But I'm going to write that down, and we can we can circle back Stevens, to it. Perkins, yeah, we'll be eye to eye on this. It's oh, it's such a sad scene. He was he he worked out with cops, uh, loved in the community, white people, black people, just a family man. Really looked up to, and they're of course not releasing the body cam. The police have changed their story time after time because right there in the neighborhood, you know, everybody's got those ring cameras. So, so footage has been coming out. So immediately the police's story of him pointing a gun at a cop and, you know, a lot of times before these cameras, they would just say shootout. But, you know, he, he didn't even have a chance. The police did not have lights flashing. They, they did not knock on the door and announce themselves. They came out of the bushes firing guns. I just, I, you know, I, I have a hard time believing that at face value, but again, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll, I will form an opinion on it. But I, I, I'm yeah. not familiar with it at all, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt on this one until I can circle back and, and get, from, get familiar with right it. right now. Here, here's my thing, though, and this is what I have preached, and you kind of hinted to it a little bit there. So much of this is avoidable, though. I mean, don't, I mean, look, I've talked about this on the radio show. I've got a sketchy past with cops. I mean, I used to get my butt beaten, but I used to mess around. I, I used to F around a lot, and I found out a lot. At the end of the day, we can sit here and say, oh, man, they died because they were just resisting or not not just resisting. Like we'll use George Floyd, for an example. Man, he it was just a fake twenty dollar bill. He died over that. No, he died because he was fighting with the cops and wouldn't quit resisting and had a a, minimum an eight ball of dope shoved down his throat. I can't let you can't let that pass. He died because the man kneeled on his neck for nine minutes and 46 seconds. That's why he died. There was no resisting while Derek Chauvin had his hands in his pocket. There's never any. There's never begging, any responsibility taken for how they put themselves in these situations. There's never any responsibility. There's they never take any responsibility for how they get themselves on the ground with a knee on the back of his neck. There's they ne- never there's, take any responsibility. Never, there's never any responsibility taken for how these folks to get themselves killed by the cops. Now, is is every killing an accident? Um, I don't think no, George Floyd can you know, take any responsibility. They killed him. He got out of the cop car after he was already in it. <laughs> I mean, he sounds like he was on to something to get away from those cops. They were about to kill him. He sounds like the smart one. 
No. No, they was about to take him and book him, and he was going to be out in the next couple hours Well, when his, when his high wore off. Derek Chauvin, it turns out in his record, there were uh, city of Minneapolis has paid over $10 million in settlements this year for them going back to footage of Derek Chauvin's arrest. He kneeled on the necks of many black people and um, big-time settlements. There was a 14-year-old kid. There was a 16-year-old black teenage girl. Uh it's it was a rampant problem, and and the next day, of course, with George Floyd, the newspaper read, "Man has medical event and dies in police custody." And you know, I what wasn't the trying to say that George Floyd needs to take responsibility for that is just. I, I, I just can't. That's a bridge too far, especially when you say it and you're ignoring the knee on his neck. Wasn't the knee on the neck the the, the way that Minneapolis police trained them to subdue or take get control of a situation when you had a suspect on the ground that was resisting? I mean, and that's a serious question. I'm not being facetious at all. Yeah. Because I remember there being a whole big thing about improper training or we got to retrain these guys. And the the knee on the neck was a big part of that. Always the answer. Yeah, the training. I'm I'm Clay. I'm a little bit ignorant to that myself. I know that as a result of that, that uh, those holds were were taken away as not an option. I don't believe they're necessarily trained, but I do believe it was allowed. Now, and I'll say this, and we're trying to say, and for people out there listening and texting in, Walt and I have agreed to keep this civil. You know, let each other talk, and that's what we're oh, going to do here. And I'm not, I'm not here to prove Walt wrong. Walt's not here to prove me wrong. We're, we're, we're having a conversation about two different sides of a how, how two different people see something. So for everybody oh, out Mr. there, Mr. Edwards, yeah, you know, so I want, is, I want to put that out of the way, Mr. Edwards. That is that is so important what you're saying right now because I think that's why you and I have hit it off and enjoy talking to each other. You know, we've rambled on the phone for for a good bit and. I, I think they're great conversations. We get caught up and stuck in our little tunnel vision groups. The social media algorithms keep us getting the same message over and over and over and hammer it in there to where we're not really learning and we're not solving any problems if we don't see where the other side's coming from. And if, if if we treat each other and listen, I think we learn a lot. And uh, I've got to commend you for that. You do a great job. I, I appreciate. It. Look, I'm I'm, I'm in the George Floyd stuff on this, and we're going to take our first break. I, I will say this as a former as a former drug addict: if I had had if I had had that much um, amphetamines loaded in my system and had got myself into that same situation where I had a cop on the back of my neck, my heart would have probably exploded too. <laughs> So I do think drugs played a very, very big part in that. If you want to take the last word, you're welcome to. Calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast your story matters. 
join the community, support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. I'll say that uh, whether he had drugs or not, that was going to kill him. Uh, I don't think anybody could have survived that. He, he, uh, his last gas were, I can't, I can't breathe. I love you, mama. Um, the man was dying before our eyes. And if we wouldn't have that on videotape by, by a young, brave activist, we never would have known that Derek Chauvin would still be killing. Now, I will say this. I will say I, I agree with folks being able to film police. Uh, there's a, there, there's a, I see a couple laws getting thrown around the country here and there about making it illegal to film police. I 100% disagree with that because I, whether I like it or not, I, I think freedom of, I think that falls under our first yeah, amendment. Yeah, that's, that's, that know. is first amendment. Freedom of press. Yep. It's right there. And especially, and to redress and protest our government to hold our public servants accountable. It's essential. And, and, and we're getting some, some good change that way. I think well, it could make police better. And well, I think it, it is in some ways, but we're seeing a lot of things that are scaring us to death. All right, let's take our first break real quick. We've got Walt Kelly on the phone. When we come back, I want to get into. I want Walt to uh, tell us his story about how he was involved in the Ahmad Arbery case. Am I saying his name right? Is it Ahmad Arbery or Ahmad Ahmad Arbery? Ahmad yeah, Arbery. And I hope I hope we're going to talk about Rankin County. We, we're going to talk, um, we're going to talk about Rankin County. We're going to talk about Rasheem Carter as well. So I got Walt. Oh, Kelly. that means so much to me. I got Walt Kelly on the phone up in Fayetteville, Arkansas. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. In a world where global elites vie for the title of most evil, psychopathic, and warmonger e-pedophiles, one podcast is all that stands between liberty and total factory. That podcast is Liberty Tree. I mean, just like the first thing I find out, I'm sure you were as shocked as I was to learn that cannibalism is legal in 49 states. No. What matters is that if you thought the apocalypse would exempt you from paying taxes, the U.S. Internal <laughs> Revenue Service has some bad news for you. What is this woman smoking? Liberty Tree Podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by me. I buy cars. <laughs> hey, guys, are you looking to sell your vehicle? Holler at your boy. Check out claybuyscars.com. It's not much up there yet, but it is a phone number. You can call or text me there. We buy cars, trucks, SUVs. Uh, had a fellow text yesterday asking about a motorcycle. I did forget to get back with him. We do not buy motorcycles or boats. <clears throat> now, I mean, if it's cheap enough, I'll buy, I guess I'll buy anything. <laughs> but you'll probably, you'll probably be mad at me if I put an offer on a boat or a motorcycle. You're better off selling that yourself on Marketplace. But uh, for everybody else out there that doesn't want to deal with the Marketplace headache or the Craigslist crazies, the, all the fake check scams out there, 
You know your insurance, if you get if you accept a fake cashier's check, certified check or any of that for selling your vehicle to one of these little thugs on marketplace, your insurance does not cover that. You are just out a vehicle. Out of it, whether it's paid for, pay you still making payments on it, whatever. If you sell your car to one of these bogus folks, you're just out. Don't worry about that. We're going to write you a legit real check local bank here today that you can go cash today. ClayBuysCars.com. If nothing else, let me put a number on your vehicle before you go shopping it, trying to trade it in. I'll give you some good shopping information. ClayBuysCars.com. All right, let's go back to Mr. Walt Kelly on the phone. Walt, you there? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Uh, let's uh, let's jump to Ahmad Arbery. And that happened in Georgia. And re- refresh people's minds what happened there. All right, well, let's take ourselves back there it was 2020 the pandemic had hit in in march is whenever everybody freaked out started wearing masks and they started shutting everything down and i lost my job at working with lawyers and as a law clerk and um february now george floyd happened at the end of may in february on February 23rd, Brianna Taylor happened. That's when the, the no-knock warrant cops came in and, and put numerous bullet holes in her while she was sleeping. She was a, a nurse bedding. Also in February, a 25-year-old black man by the name of Ahmaud Arbery was jogging, and he it's in the Savannah, Georgia area. And he went into a predominantly white neighborhood called Satella Shores, and he's he's jogging down the street, and uh, um, uh, older the yeah. older McMichael was that was that right after he was uh, in, in in that construction site looking for stuff to steal, or was that later I was on? leaving that open for you? Good job, right yeah. on cue. Yeah, he he did stop a, a, across the street. My guess would be. To get some water, but looking around, that's open. There were there weren't any no trespassing signs. Again, though, here, here we go with you know is is that a reason for Greg McMichael to say there's a black man running down the street? Son, get your gun. And they they got their guns. They went into their pickup truck. And they hunted him down like a feral hog. And, I mean, people, you know, the more that came out about that, the more gruesome it is. Did you know on the trucks of of Roddy Bryan and the two McMichaels, they had parts of, of Ahmad's clothing and DNA on there? They were hitting him with their trucks, too. Uh, t- tell, me, tell me this, though. I, I, and I'll to answer your question, is it? A, a reason to chase him down and confront him with guns? A- absolutely. If you think somebody is robbing and stealing from your neighborhood, from your neighbors, I think it is absolutely within your right. The construction site. Then there could have been tools, anything. They don't know that. Um, I do think. I do I think if, if if people are doing something suspicious in your neighborhood, you do have a right to confront them. And also, I find it really strange that he was wearing. Boots and blue jeans to jog in. I, look, I, I he wasn't wearing. Now, where did that come from? 
That's what I was going to say. How are you stealing something when you're wearing jogging shorts and a white T-shirt? He was not Pull wearing... Pull up that video right now. Use your Google machine. <laughs> I am pulling it up right now. He was not wearing... He was not wearing... Uh, blue jeans. That's, that's wearing how blue that jeans. stuff spreads is by little stuff like that. That's just not true. Let's see here. He was, he was jogging. I got he did it daily. I got the video pulled right. But you go ahead, continue. Tell your story while I'm uh, verifying yeah, blue jeans. Yeah, and um, they they covered up for those guys. I mean, the when the body came body cam came out uh, from the police. I mean, they just they just brutally murdered a, a young man, and they were not questioned. They were not. It, it was like it was a barbecue. Hey, l- People listen. were coming out out of their house <laughs> to to talk about it. It, right. it was like they run over a dog. All right, hold on. I wasn't going to take any calls. Let's take a call here. I, I knew this would get some people fired up. Hey, you're on there with uh with Walt and Clay. Right, Clay, Clay, I will be respectful, but uh, Brianna Taylor did not die in her sleep. She died standing next to her boyfriend who had already shot the cop in the leg, and she died in the hallway. Nobody sleeps in a hallway. So I'm just asking you, sir, you're telling Clay that he doesn't know what Aubrey was wearing, uh, and you're saying that's the disinformation, yet you're spreading the disinformation as well. Uh, I just wanted to add that fuel for thought. And matter of fact, I think you're an entertaining guest. Maybe uh, if everybody can stay respectful, you can maybe find a two-hour slot. That's my contribution. Thank you, brother. Good stuff. You got well, I, 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 uh, I, I enjoyed that. And uh, let me just say, uh, living up here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I was reminded of it in your first hour. I love the people of Rankin County, Mississippi. Um, great, great, great people. Those uh, six cops do not represent the people of Rankin County, Mississippi. Some of the best people I've ever known, the kindest people, and, and a lot of the people down there are straight-up family to me now. And uh, that caller disagreeing with me, and, and, and why you want to bring up the point of where she was, she was woke up by gunshots, and, and her boyfriend, uh, she very well could have been in the hallway, and you know, I wasn't there, I can't tell you, uh, but he he responded to gunshots with gunshots. Like I think us being Second Amendment country and Second Amendment people is when somebody's breaking into your house and shooting, isn't that what you do? Uh, in a perfect world, yes, I, w- I would definitely shoot unless they were saying they were the police. I would have to think twice about it. Hold on. So we got another caller on hold here. I want to say one thing. All righty. I want to say one thing before we go to the caller. I've got the picture of Ahmaud Arbery pulled up here. I've got a screenshot of the video. He is, in fact, he is in fact, wearing shorts in the video, in the, in the screenshot that I see. So let's thank you. You're a scholar and a gentleman. So unless unless I'm looking at the wrong person in the white shirt, so <laughs> unless I'm looking at the wrong person, all right, let's take a call. All right, hey, you're on the air with Walton Clay. Yes, um, I'm gonna go back to George Floyd situation just for a second. Look, and I get there's a lot of things going on in the world and in this country as far as the things we're talking about, but you know the, the thing that really gets me is with with democrats or with liberals 
they're going to blame. They blame everything on society as the reasons for their actions. Whereas I believe I have a personal responsibility for my actions, and I think that is the biggest difference. And you know, we have to get to the point, regardless of what's going on, especially in these conversations we're talking about. Granted, we don't ever want to see the end results being what it is or being what has happened. But at the end of the day, they have just as much responsibility for their actions that put them in the situation that they're in. They are responsible for that. And we don't ever need to lose sight of that. We can blame society all we want to, but that's not real. The real thing is each individual person have a responsibility for the situation that put them in the scenarios that they were in. And that's, that's, that's all I can say about it. All right. I appreciate it, brother. Thank Great call. I'll let uh, I'll let Walt respond. Walt, uh, re- respond pretty quick to that if you like, and then we're going to take a break, you come know, back. And, uh... I'm, I'm quickly going to just go ahead and I'd almost say uh, objection, Your Honor. Strike that from the record because I don't know who's the Democrat and who's the liberal around here. It ain't me. And um, I would uh, – it seems to be real important to you guys, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and give you all that point. Uh, yeah, we should be responsible for ourselves. Drugs are bad. Addiction it's is a terrible it, it plays society. I think we should put more funds towards uh, treatment and addiction recovery instead of jailing them and criminalizing addiction. I think we should uh, not be paying the police so much who need to take responsibility for their actions for how they treat addiction. And, uh, boy, he, he should have gotten clean. And um, if there was a counterfeit $20 bill, which my best guess is there was, that was a criminal act, and uh, he, he probably deserved to go to jail for that. All but right, unfortunately, right. he was killed. Right. I, I want to I put a cap on this all mud Albury thing so we can move on to the next thing after the break. Here, oh, yes, real sir. quick, in, in, in one minute, explain to people how you got involved and where you came into play in the Ahmed Arbery thing? I really, I really feel bad about that, um, just because. But I learned a lot from it. I made a post, and I, I basically learned about it um, from a from a black brother of mine. And I was like, "Holy shit, these guys! You know, flat murdered him in the streets, and uh, there's no arrest." And then I, I Googled it and got to a Fox News article that I read, and I basically plagiarized, summarized that article, added in some colorful words. You know, they got their sh- shotgun and got in their pickup truck, and they hunted him down. And and I made a, a Facebook post, and it just blew up. And, and I learned there that, you know, black people are out there screaming to the world what's happening there. Nobody's listening. Here comes a white guy putting a picture of Ahmaud Arbery up and saying some words, and they're like, see? And all of a sudden, it started getting some traction. And, you know, everybody was restless in the pandemic, and people just boom, 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 and it just started going everywhere. And then, of course, the, the tapes came out of what went down and, and it was a matter of time before they were arrested alright so I wanted to cap that off there I want to take a break real quick we're going to come back we're going to get into Rasheem Carter and uh, how Walt got himself involved in the Rankin County Goon Squad stuff and kind of became the voice of the I don't even want to say opposition 
but the opposition of the Rankin County Sheriff's Department with this whole thing. Walt, stay on hold. Listeners, we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Real quick, guys, this segment is brought to you by our good friends over at Watchman Security Services. If you need home or business security services, check them out. Watchman, WatchmanSecure.com. Whether it's a basic security system or you need indoor, outdoor camera systems, remote gate access, and more. I constantly talk about if you have have to defend yourself, if you get one of these these guys that Walt likes supporting here, trying to break in your house, trying to steal your stuff, and you have to defend yourself, you're going to need to get it on video. Start with WatchmanSecure.com, locally owned, locally operated, right here in central Mississippi. All right, back to Walt here on the phone. Walt, you there, brother? Yeah, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take my shots when I can. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, look, the, the text line is, is blowing up. People woefully disagree right. with you, but we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get to like that. Sounds like we're going to have to do this again. We, we are. We, we, we could have used two hours today. I knew, I, I knew better, but I, I didn't want to miss you this week. I wanted to jump on it. So, look, let's – Let's expedite this uh, real quick. Bring people up to speed on Rasheem Carter. I know his family's listening, and I, I promised we would talk about this. So let's let's hit it because I haven't talked about it much. Ex- explain to people in uh, five minutes or less what's going on there. Hey, I want to tell your listeners, y'all don't be fooled by Clay Edwards. Now, this is a good man. Him, we're talking about. You know, we're we're arguing back and forth on different points. He said, the real reason I want you on is, is so we can hear about Rasheem Carter. And if we had more people wanting to hear about Rasheem Carter, there would not be some some sadistic, evil murderers at loose right now that uh, did some terrible things to Rasheem Carter. Yeah, I'm going to give I'm you a you, quick I, I, I don't believe the, the, what, what they're telling. I don't believe he was taking a nap and eating by animals. Yeah, he uh, he didn't he he wasn't hallucinating. Wandered onto some white people's land. He got bit by a rattlesnake, and then somehow his his head was severed, and his his spinal cord was found over there. And yeah, it it, it didn't go down that way. Um, and and they know it. They're well they're well aware those cops are, and uh, I think it's due to the involvement with the. The chief of police, Gabe Horn's role. Uh, we've got some connections there. I'm going to give you a quick little use my talking fast uh, spiel and tell you what happened to Rasheem Carter last year. I will say, uh, over uh, a year. I will say this because since we're on radio, uh, avoid any speculation as far as mentioning people's names other than his. You got it. You got it. Um, avoid speaking. So if it's I can go with facto. Okay. Yeah. Um, October 2nd, Rasheem Carter went to the Taylorsville Police Department because he was on the phone with his mom, terrified because the, he said the people at work are wanting to hurt him, and there's uh, truckloads, white trucks with white men in them, calling him the N-word, saying... They're going to string him up. They're going to hurt him. They're, uh, they got a hole dug for him, all that. She said, honey, go to the police department. 
He went to the Taylorsville Police Department. They sent him on his way. He was asking them for a ride. Can you help get me to Laurel? Laurel's in another county than than uh, Smith County. So they're like, we can't do that. He's like, can I charge my cell phone? And they're like, no, and this ain't a hotel. you got to get out of here. He gets out. He goes to the family dollar. Uh, a girl answers the phone while he's in there. He's still on the phone with his mother. And she says, says, you know, family dollar. And then she goes, yep, he's here. Now, there's speculation that that phone call could be. I'm, I'm going to avoid that one since you asked me to. Well, hold, let me let me ask um, this. Since he's dead, how do we know who heard the girl say, yes, he's here? Uh, Was there another witness that heard that? Rashim's on the phone with his mom. And I, I have okay. I got you. I have sources I there that, that I'll confirm that, and that's not being denied by the young lady who used to work there. Okay. Um. At at that point, uh, Rasheen Carter is not seen again. Laurel Police Department officially puts out a missing persons. One month later, on November second, they. See, picked up on a deer camera on on land owned by the Blakenies in Taylorsville, Mississippi, uh, Rasheem Carter. He's got a big club in his hand. His hands are swollen. You can tell he's fighting for his life. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, there's speculation like the grassy knoll of JFK. You can see body figures in the background. Regardless, they found some body parts there. DNA matched Rasheem Carter. Uh, so then Smith County uh, Sheriff's Department ruled it uh, natural causes of death. And then everybody, you know, an uproar, no, 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 no. You know, his mom's got, oh, he gave his mom the names of the people at work that, uh, if something happens to me, Mama, these are the people who did it. Uh, so <laughs> she, which, bless her heart, she's doing what she thought's right. I think it's a mistake because she would have had something on them. She gives the police department the names of those people. They immediately rule them out and are calling it natural causes. They rule those people out. How they can rule them out, I don't know. Maybe... Mm-hmm. Them and the police are let one me, and the let, same. I just don't know. Let me play devil's Go advocate. Ahead. Let me play devil's advocate real quick because yes, because my spidey senses are jumping a little bit, thinking if somebody would go through the trouble of uh, of of killing him on the land, why wouldn't they just bury him? Right, they did. They did. They found out. Now, 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 no, I I can't confirm that, but from what I understand, I I, I thought some of the. Uh, some of it was underground, but there have been unearthed, like, I, I don't know the details of so, this so, fight, so, that, so, so we so. shouldn't even speculate. All right, but just to, to, to we gotta we got to speculate just a little bit here. So the assumption, yes, we'll, we'll assume, we'll, let's make an assumption about that, uh, that he may have been buried in a shallow grave and the animals sure. got him out of the shallow grave and then sure. des- destroyed the body a little bit more. we got to take our last break. Walt, Walt, hold on. We'll be right back. All right, I'll, I'll try to. I'll try to be quicker. Uh, summing it all up. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show.
Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Into the Clay Edwards Show. We're going to go straight back to the phone with Walt here. we got Walt Kelly up in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Walt, we got about two minutes left, man. I'm going to let you close it out. And we're, guys, we're gonna, Walt's going to come back, I hope, next week, and we'll get into the, all the Rankin County stuff. We just ran out of time today. But I want Walt to finish up Rasheen Carter. Okay, Rasheen Carter, let me say that he was a, a responsible man. He was in Taylorsville working for Georgia Pacific, working a job, because he owned a restaurant that he had to shut down during the pandemic, a little, a little gumbo seafood he he was a business owner and he and he was a single father raising a a, a young girl, and he, he's he's a good kid. I will also say uh, allegedly now now the boss of the that was running the outfit is 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 the main man in question who went into hiding due to threats on his life and whatnot. Now Rasheem Carter was involved with a white girl who was staying at the same hotel he was. And that boss did not like that, allegedly, because that boss allegedly also had a relationship with this white girl, even though he was married to somebody else. But there's allegedly he bought her a camper so he didn't have to, she didn't have to stay in the hotel. Right, hey, so Walt, that just might get into a motive stuff. Walt, we'll have to pick it up next time. Thank you, brother. Uh, y'all go follow Walt Kelly, ACT at TikTok. Is that it? Uh, yeah, it's Walt Kelly, W-A-L-T-C-O, co-community organizer, act, activism. Sounds good. Thanks, Walt. Walt act All right, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to my interview there with Walt Kelly. Unfortunately, we ran out of time right there at the very end. We will have Walt on again here soon. I'm going to effort tomorrow or early Next week, I'll let you know, all know how that goes. Again, sometimes it's, just, it's about listening to the other side. I'm not saying who's right, who's wrong. Of course, I think I'm right, obviously. But it is interesting to hear the other side and how two people can look at the same thing and see two completely different things. See you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., 103.9 FM, WYAB.